Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, aliens and earthlings, Mm -hmm. and everything in between. This is Here's the Thing, the podcast where we tell you the thing about a thing. My name is Josh, and joining me again for his fourth appearance, (laughs) fourth appearance, is Stuart Hardy, the social media guru. Welcome back, man. Thank you. We'll call it my miniest appearance, that... You know, His umpteenth appearance. Umpteenth. Umpteenth. I like it. Because we're from down south. We're just going to say that from now on. I like it. Umpteenth. Um, how's it going, man? It's good, dude. It's good. I'm, uh, as always, a uh, pleasure to be on with you. We've had, uh, I think we have, <clears throat> excuse me, so many non-recorded conversations that go so terrifically. I think the last one we had, I was like, all right, stop. And this is, I don't know if this is a, a <laughs> podcaster thing. I'd like to think it is because I'd like to think of myself, define myself in that way sometimes. But like, all right, stop talking because we got to save this. Because um, <laughs> I've done it with other friends. Like, all right, like with John Warden, like, dude, dude, hang on. Don't talk anymore. Like, we've got to save this for the podcast. And like, we're not sitting down ready to do the podcast. It's like, okay, stop talking. Let's schedule a podcast. Yep. <laughs> yep. I, no, I, I think that is a podcast. <clears throat> yes. Yeah. Uh, I've said that to Tyler in the past. Yeah. I've said it to other people in the past. Cecilia, I've like I've been having conversations <laughs> with, with your Cecilia, wife, and I'll be like, <laughs> "We need to save this. We need to save this for the next episode that you're on." That's terrific. And she looks at me crazy. It's um, definitely a podcaster but, thing because who else would do that? Yeah. No, nobody. Yeah. It's, it's exactly it is a podcaster thing because like podcasters have the audacity. You are one as well, mm-hmm. but podcasters have the audacity to to think that anyone else in the world is interested in hearing what they have oh, to say yeah. and what their friends have to say. And so being in that mindset already, you're like, holy shit, we're striking gold here. Stop everything. And we need to continue this on a podcast where other people can hear it and think that we're awesome. Isn't it kind so. of fun that that, that converse that really just turns conversations and, and so many social constructs on their head you know, like th- that's yeah. not normal. That's not fucking. I mean, I'm, you can't define normal anymore. But like, it's it's everything's so fucking nuts. But like, th- that just turns so many things on on their head. Just like, we can't just have a normal conversation. No, no, we got to save it. <laughs> yeah, and I, I've heard so many like YouTubers talk about mm-hmm. that, um, both on podcasts and in some of their videos. Where, like, I think there's a line where it gets to be too much because yeah. they like they'll talk about how they'll just be like sitting and hanging out and one of them will have the thought oh man this would be great content and so then like they'll go from having fun to to saying this would be great content and like stopping having fun to make content right uh so i i think sometimes it can get a little much um but yeah it is like it's a super weird dynamic because essentially nobody in the uh, well Sorry, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say nobody in the world. I'm going to say be too exclusive. a lot, a lot of the civilized world right. is like one click away from sharing video, audio, or text thoughts mm-hmm. with the rest of the world. Yeah, it's true. That is that it that has available internet. So like mm-hmm. it's it's real weird, man. We any of us we have so much access to so much information and we have so much availability to share so many things if we want to. Yep. It's true. It's true. And a lot I of us saw good. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go, right. No, you go ahead. No, you, you, no you you're go, the you guest, ahead. Stuart. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, no, I lost my train of thought. No, it's, it's true. And, and like there's, there's, uh, you know, polished versions of it all. You, you know, this isn't, 
you know, you're you're creating a podcast. This isn't like you know, um, you know, this is there's more work than just a record and, and post. But there's so many viral videos that that's all it was was someone recorded it yeah. and posted it. So yeah, the the yeah. just a click away phrase has never been more true to life. I would not call this podcast polished well, <laughs> in any sense of the word. It's more more really polished than mine. You have intro music. You have fucking. Uh, you but have that's all I have. Streams. And you have intro music on yours. Come on, you've had intro music yeah. on most Miles of yours. Anderson. Yeah, I do sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's literally all. Like that's all I do. I add the intro music yeah. every now and then if I'm feeling really ambitious. I'll add some sound effects in the middle of it if I think it's going to be funny. Yeah, yeah. And then I add the outro, and that's all. I don't. The, I don't do any other editing. I, I don't like. I, if you'll hear if I know you've consumed a lot of my podcasts. I'm super grateful. You'll hear if I have a guest and they're like, "Oh, well, you could just bleep it out. Just say it to me right now or whatever it is." Yeah. They, and they're like, "Well, you have to edit this." I'm like, "You don't understand. I don't. This is two hours. This is three hours. I'm not yeah. editing. I don't have. I have." Not, not doing. I don't have time you would for literally that. have to sit and listen to the whole thing again, and it would take you at least at least a third longer mm-hmm. than the length to of a podcast yeah. if you were going to go through and edit it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and that's just that's such a time save. I did just, edit. You know, one. let it be what it is. Yeah, I did. You, edit. I I know you edited the one with Trent. Yeah. <laughs> for good um, reason, and we're not going to bring it up call, here. Yeah. Because you called it out, yep. and I know why. Uh, so that's fine. Yep. I'm still so interested. I would love to meet Trenton. You're gonna have to at some you guys, point. You guys, um, you guys would be a brain. But for I'm, us. I'm so interested to hear his thoughts on that that section because mm-hmm. uh, I know what the content was going to be. Right. Um, so does he? So yeah, I'm, he I'm caught it to too. We, he watched it back that. and texted me, like, "Hey, I'm so proud of myself. I am your first ever <laughs> guest to make you edit a podcast." I'm like, "Don't be proud. That shit yeah. took me a long time." asshole yeah for, have, for good reason right yeah gentlemen. i have a question i know you want to get into our subject matter here i have a question for you i should know the oh it's fine i should know the answer to this but your outro is that that squeaky person at the end is that a clip from one of your podcasts or what, <laughs> what is that i need to know what that is it is okay so we just started adding it to the end of the podcast uh-huh. to first of all see if anybody listens all the way to the right. end <laughs> Uh, because I'm assuming if people listen all the way to the end, at some point somebody's going to ask about it. Well, but guess secondly, what, Josh? I listen um, all the way to the end. Yeah, but secondly, <laughs> just to just to have fun and see if if people wonder what it is. Yeah, it's actually uh, Tyler's uncle. <laughs> um, they were just hanging out one night, and Tyler, uh, they like you know just getting loose or whatever. I, I don't mm-hmm. think Tyler would mind me saying this. They were just like you know drinking and having a good time. Yeah, and his uncle was telling a story, and Tyler was like audio recording it and so that little clip that yes i did that Mm -hmm. (laughs) that is just a clip of tyler's uncle Uncle. telling a story um it's perfect like he just like he would whenever i'd go and visit or like sometimes he would just send it to me in a text message just Mm -hmm. randomly like we would just play that over and over again and laugh so hard at it because it just it's so like it sounds like a cartoon it does and it's perfect so then we just decided to add it to the end of the podcast and we you know kind of like we just it was kind of an inside joke but also like to yeah. be like yeah we just did a podcast right but, uh, i i like it because for so, yeah. me it, it feels as as maybe off or silly as it might be it feels like the like the professional shit you know what i mean because there's always that like uh i don't know if it's joe's official channel but joe's uh maybe an offspring channel or something every time that there's uh no, I think it's on his. Like if it's it's the the clips from the week. Hello, freak bitches. 
Like he has a oh, thing, yeah. and then and then there's a lot like especially TV shows. There's that you know fuzzy door or stupid monkey. Like there's always oh, something right. goofy at the end. So I need to do something like that on mine. But what's um what's Charlie Day's and Rob McElhenney's uh, production company? Oh sh- I don't know, man. Is it? Are you talking about the one it's with like all the brown? hoodies? Yeah, brown sounds something. right. Yeah, like they. I learned something with that. They always. Uh-huh. The thing they're saying at the end, it sounds like nonsense. It's backmasked. It's actually like, yeah, it's yeah. a phrase that's backmasked, and it's As like different every season of of It's Always Sunny. Yeah, the girl that got me into it, who shall not be named, um, did. Uh, she told me that as well. That was very interesting to me because huh. I thought that was the weirdest thing ever. And then, yeah. Uh, then, it's always like <laughs> yeah and it's exactly what it is yeah and then there's one that's just charlie and i can't remember something like that uh, oh yeah, yeah 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 we probably Anyways, just that... we probably just summoned some demons Stuart, <laughs> for sure if we're being honest i think uh, i see one over your shoulder yeah. um there that's both, I, dude, both shoulders bro i don't i don't have an angel and a demon i got two fucking how, demons <laughs> how like if okay listen we learn I oh man, I don't even know where I want to start this oh, sentence, know, but dude. it's just so funny to me. Just say it. We learned, Stuart, so many ways that you could possibly summon demons. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> growing up in the fundamentalist cult. Uh-huh. I don't know how we never summoned demons because there are so many fucking ways to do it. I don't know how we didn't just accidentally do it one time. You know what I'm saying? The, apparently yeah. there's like certain drum beats that'll do it, according to Lapinus. Oh, yes. And mm-hmm. so like who got what, it from you know how did penis? how did we not how did we not randomly summon demons just tapping on our desk one day at school I'm telling or you, how did we not like you know when we, did you ever play that like there's like a board game or something where Ouija you have board. to like say words backwards oh um not a Ouija board like how did we not like summon a demon saying words backwards right, right. <laughs> because apparently demons love that shit that's their favorite um, or like or like just talking, just talking about like demon possession or Ouija boards, or or God forbid, Stuart, if we were really off the deep end, uh. listening to not Christian music. Yeah. Well, no, and... no, no. Wait, 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 wait. There was, a, I mean, yes, non Christian music, but there's also, uh, I feel like it was Hooker, um, not not a Hooker to be clear. To That's pass. a real person's a real name. Person. Oh, by the way, the girls Everyone. they changed their uh, their name to like Seven Sisters or something. I was so like, it's yeah, funny, but I'm very happy for them for doing the Hooker that. Girls. <laughs> was what they used to be called. Yeah. Just so everybody's aware, that was they their had last CDs. name. They would put out singing tapes and CDs with that. And they would call it. themselves the Hooker the Hookers. Girls. Yeah. <laughs> just 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 let, let you guys that. Know. So Bob preached a sermon, and he talked about the whole demonic thing. Not bro, he didn't go after non just non Christian. Of course, country he went after, but he said there's a like a demonic goat goat head symbol that you can find on country music CDs and and southern gospel CDs. So he went after Christians as demonic as well. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> look, sometimes Stuart. You got to go after your own. <laughs> you know, when when you're trying to get to the top of the heap, you got to slit some throats. Sacrifices got to be made. Yeah, and yeah you got to slit some throats. You got to step dude, on some people in order to get to the top. One of my favorite so. uh, uh, things ever was, um, well, tour was a blast for me. Was, we had a good tour pastor. Otherwise, it would have been a shit show. But uh, I remember Nick Coates. Either during, I think it was during not tour. It was uh, during tra- training for tour with um, tour. Just in case anybody is yeah, unfamiliar, because I know you've talked about it on yeah. your podcast. Everyone I may have mentioned know. it on, yeah. on this one. 
tour was so Stuart and I went to uh, a college that was started, funded, and run by the cult that we were in. Mm-hmm. Um, yay us! And yay. on during summers, they would send out singing groups, um, and not like a band, a piano player, and usually four guys yep. or like five or six girls. There was always more girls in a group than there were guys. Um, I wonder what that they was would send all us about. out. Parts? I don't know. It's not just parts. Anyway, it's so not just. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't really. <clears throat> I never really figured that out. Um, because usually the girls that they sent out could carry a part just fine by themselves. Yeah, there was always like more girls in a group than there were guys uh, in y- separate groups. Um, yeah. Anyway, they would send us out and we would sing Christian songs at church. We would do a tour of churches uh, across America. They would usually give us a section like Northwest, Southwest. Uh, northeast, southeast, mm-hmm. and then like you know, a couple groups would take the middle of the country. We'd go out to like churches that were in the same cult. We would sing Christian songs, uh, and then we would recruit students, high school students, to come to our college once they graduated high school. And we would pressure them into filling out college applications. And then the college would not fucking leave them alone, dude. Ever it was bad until they showed up at Hiles Anderson College. Uh, for their freshman year. So that's what tour means. So sorry. Yes. I just want to make sure our audience is on the same page. Exactly. And and this is for Josh, not the audience. I was just snapping an Instagram <laughs> uh, storying that I was podcasting. Um, so uh, I was being rude to as a guest. So uh, not, not rude at all. Dude, we're, we're talking via Google Hangout on a podcast for other people to hear. It's totally fine if you're also snapping pictures. I appreciate it. Um, it's I'm, not like we're sitting in a restaurant and I need like 100% eye contact. Yeah, I'm not on a date with you right now. Uh, we haven't got we haven't yeah. moved that far yet. Um, so I remember training for tour. Uh, we would get a, a I think, J, and I don't think, I know Jay Kiesler was our tour trainer. Thank God it wasn't quote so. And we, um, when we were training, we'd be singing, you know, it was all Southern gospel music that we were singing. Like, it was a men's right. quartet. What the fuck else are we going to sing? Hymns? And if we sang hymns, they were... In, Sometimes. Yeah, no, we did sing hymns, but they were more in, in Bill's style. And so, right. uh, we would, uh, when, we, when we'd be practicing, <laughs> Nick would just start flailing about our, our, our bass player and be like, oh, this music is taking control of my body. It's taking control of my body. And, he, and it, dude, it would... <laughs> Because that was a real sermon <laughs> illustration, like the music's gonna yeah. take control of your body, just like, like, just like they tell you. Which this kind of did happen to me, so it's, it's a good point by them. There's, you know, like one drop of alcohol and you're an alcoholic. Which, is, yep, I don't want to say it's entirely untrue because I drink a great deal of alcohol. Now, well, I'm but... gonna say it's entirely untrue. Okay, good because uh, alcohol is fucking gross the first time you drink it. It is. Oh my so... god, the first few times. By the way. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. So one drop of alcohol, an alcoholic does not, does does not make. make. Word. Um, so anyways, I don't know where that came from. Oh, yeah. Well, that's it's along the same narrative of, you know, demonism uh, in or demonic forces in music. Like it's not, n- n- like what I think what a lot of these guys did was they would watch one video of a mosh pit and be like, oh, okay, that's what happens at Southern Gospel concerts. Like, no, bro. And these people are doing a mosh pit. They're doing these things because they want to and they're probably mostly high because and they're having a great because time it's fun it's fun as fuck so we're gonna do this shit not yeah, oh the devil has taken control of my being and i have no control over my own yeah. self eh, no i won't i won't argue that like when you're at a concert there is something about like 
the live music. Oh yeah, and the fact that you're there and like there is something that like sort of sweeps you up. Yeah, and like it's it's amazing. It's wonderful. It's, it's not the devil though. There is nothing. There's nothing I'd rather do. Well, there is one other thing I'd rather do. <laughs> okay, there's two other things I'd rather guys, do. Guys only want one thing, a... and it's so gross. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I had to interject with that. It's too, it's too perfect. There's there there are only two other things I'd rather do. I'm gonna let you use your imagination on what those might be. Yeah, yeah. Then go to a, a live music concert. It's an incredible and, experience for anyone that hasn't. Yeah, done the, it, I urge you to go find find an artist that you like. Get oh, them in man. when they're in your area. Go do it's and it doesn't have. Okay, this is me. Like we're. I don't know if we're ever going to get into what you want to talk about, Josh. I'm sorry. So, um, <laughs> we're, I mean, we're already talking about it. This cool. is what this podcast is. Good. So the, for me, the thing is I, I have been to very no, – actually, no. I've never been to a single what you call like big concert. I've never been to see a big band. I've only ever oh, seen – Stu. We got to – I know. I we got to fix that. We I know, go. but I love the intimate settings and I love like a – I do too. I do too. But there is something – there's something amazing about going to like an arena yes. and seeing like a huge – the closest to that would have been Safety Suit, and but it was still a little bar in L.A., and then I go and see John McLaughlin. I feel like that's it. I've seen Safety Suit and John McLaughlin, and I actually the biggest venue I went to was Ernie Haas' Signature Sound because that was the – I think it's the ballroom on Na- at Navy mm-hmm. Pier is where I went to see them. Um, that's a that's a decent-sized venue too. Yeah, I like – it was gorgeous. It was a perfect yeah. – perfect for filming. Um, but yeah, those I bugged the hell out of those guys. They were tired of me that night for sure. <laughs> really, I got a tie from Ryan Seaton. I made the, I got multiple signatures. Oh, dude, I remember that. Yeah, I yeah, I remember you getting that tie guy. from Ryan Seaton, and I was like, come on, <laughs> oh man, I was so jealous, dude. I actually, um, we're just calling out names now, but I actually yeah. just unfollowed and unfriended Ryan Seaton on Facebook. <gasps> I like I used to be How friends with you? all those guys. Are you just tired of the go karts? <laughs> I'm no, I'm just tired of like I'm tired of all the bullshit. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I'm trying to I cut so much it, bullshit out of my life it. and like I like I'm I'm unconnecting with so many people that like you and I both used to know yeah. and like you know I like I saw some very very good friends from college yeah. that are still very much into like what we used to be into. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I like Part of me feels like I should probably unconnect from them too, not because they're not because I have a problem with them personally, but it's just where you're still in that. Yeah, it's your direction um, in life. And so I I may disconnect from them at some point, but I I haven't yet. But like so many people, I just like not because they offended me personally. Just Mm -hmm. I was so tired of seeing them in my newsfeed, and so I was gonna just unfollow them. And then I was like, you know what? If I'm doing that, I might might as well well unfriend them. I had a girl. uh, I won't say her name. We went to college with her. I had a girl comment on something from. Uh, cause I post, I had a lot of people comment on my Hiles Anderson post, um, that yeah. they, uh, blocked me over. And actually I talked to my, I was talking to my mother last night and she's like, you know, lay off Hiles Anderson for, and she's, she is all about like letting him have it, but she's like, maybe lay <laughs> yeah. off them for a couple episodes. Cause you are ringing some bells and you, you want to be careful. And she's not right. I, dude, I, I was, I'm surprised I haven't said this to you yeah. yet because I had that same thought. Yeah. Like <laughs> I, cause I've told you before, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I think on this podcast, but also several times off the podcast, I think you're doing important work. Yeah, thank you. And it needs to be done, and mm-hmm. I think it needs to be heard. Um, but there has been a lot of shady shit that's gone down surrounding a lot of that. Yep. And I don't think it's far-fetched to think that the fact that you live in California is probably one of your saving graces. Oh, big time. Because you're big so time. far away. Yep, yeah. 
but they do have cronies out there. So oh, I know they're down the street. You know, be careful. Yeah. <laughs> um, shoot. What was I going to say? Oh, so your mom's like, your mom's like telling you to like, yeah, she told me to, you know, just be, be careful <laughs> on that. And I'm like, when it coming from her, I'm like, Oh shit. Okay. I better take this serious. Also yeah. two things for you, you know, at some point this year, Jimmy Kimmel's national unfriend day is coming up. So you have that to look forward to. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. So that's fantastic. a great, a great I will celebration. be taking part. <laughs> I will. Too. I will be oh. taking part. I, I guarantee there are at least a hundred people on my friends list. Ooh, I would not miss. Damn, Josh is calling it out. That, so what I was going to say and was, I'll also be I'll also be honest and say that the only reason a lot of people are still on my friends list is that I need a larger distribution list for my podcast. podcast. Word. So. <laughs> I heard that, dude. I haven't yeah. gone. I haven't done a purge in a while. It's uh, maybe let's get together on unfriend day and we'll feels we'll go good. through. Yeah, because we'll probably have some of the same people <laughs> that will be unfriending. You I know what I was gonna say is would. yep, yep. I was gonna say a girl uh, that I went to college with um, uh, commented on my post about Hal Anderson and them um, uh, blocking me and 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 banning me from their Facebook page, and I was like, we're friends. What? And so I went and looked, and sure enough, we are, but I'd unfollowed her. And the reason for that was she lives out here. She lives in L.A., and we were messaging on Facebook back and forth, and she was actually trying to get some help with uh, possibly getting uh, renting a house out in my area. And so I'm like, hey, just you know, shoot me a text or a call. Here's my number. Nothing. And I was like, dude, I am not like that. I was not trying to slide into anything. We're old right. college friends. You don't have to be a dick like that. Anyways, I don't know how I got yeah. off on that. What the other, the more important thing I was going to say, um, that's my bitterness coming through. The more important thing I was going to say was I probably about two years ago when I first started this whole, really started pushing for more more clients for myself. Uh, I tried to, I wanted to get you know higher profile people, so I friended a mm-hmm. bunch of Southern Gospel people because I thought, well, this is you know this is something I'm very familiar with. This is an industry right. to this day still that I thoroughly enjoy. And um, I thought, well, you know, I'll get in with them. Yeah, you know better than me. Those guys don't have money to hire a social media person. <laughs> no, they don't. They're like, so I still they, have like Gerald Crab and stuff like that. And I, I got rid of Gerald yeah. the other day because it was too much hellfire and brimstone. Did, I was like, bro. No. I know. And some of it, so much of it is like so like bigoted and racist. It, and like it is, and dude. Like, that was that's actually that's actually what like drew the line for me with with Ryan Seaton. Um, yeah. Like he posted something and then somebody commented something about like gay pride or something. Just like had nothing to do with this post. I don't know what they were doing. Right. And then he like made it's a Facebook. joke that was like super homophobic. And I was like, you know, I'm just, I'm just done with this. Um, but yeah, like I those guys seem they mm-hmm. like it. They they're very good at making it seem like they make oh, a yeah. ton of money, yeah. which is good. That means they're good at what they're doing. Right. Um, but they, they really like that's a dying industry and they are yeah. not making very much yeah. money. A bill is um, it bills. Making, I, I think bill and Ernie are it. They're making dude, the money. Yeah. Ernie, because he, I mean, Ernie's talented. I, I won't, I won't deny it, but Ernie has hitched his wagon to the right person. Smartest move you can make in that bill, industry. Yeah, and Bill has dominated that industry day since one. the 60s. Yeah, dude. So, yeah. yeah. Since, so he came, since he came on yeah, the scene. He's got nothing to worry about. Yeah. Yeah. Shit, and we can talk again, about that for Bill is long. extremely talented. Oh, yeah. I'm not I'm not saying anything against Bill. Like, Bill is ex- – The fact Bill that he still doing. has that – He's, he's super not just talented, talented in, 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 in uh, uh, business sense, but talented musically. Like, that he still has that yeah, range at yeah. this age. What the hell? How many yep. packs do you smoke got, a day, dude? That's nuts. Exactly. And he's got an eye or an ear, I guess, yeah, for, for that talent. the like the up and coming talent. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, like David Phelps and Wes yep. Hampton and, yep. and, you know, like Marshall Hall. all those guys, Marshall, I was going to say yeah, Marshall Hall and Marshall. like, um, you know, just like, uh, uh, Michael English and like mm-hmm. the list goes on. Like yeah, a yeah. lot of the recognized names in the industry Bill put like, them there, had something to do with Bill at yeah, some point. Had to. So, and I, I think that's kind of been his mission his whole life, yeah. which I admire. Like Hell yeah. he wants to get, he wants to help these guys and like jumpstart them into the industry. Mm-hmm. There's no better way than like coming through the quartet, but yeah. Yeah, we could talk for a long time about this. We could. Stuart, remind me at some Josh. point, maybe next time you're on, mm-hmm. I think we should talk about – this is not me calling you out. I'm I'm genuinely <laughs> curious. Call me out. We should talk about <clears throat> why you still enjoy Southern Gospel music, <laughs> um, even so though you've weird. come out of that. Way like, out of all of thing. that. So I, did, I don't, like, don't want to hit you with that today. Yeah, no, that's fine. I but will we say, should, like, we should talk about that. At some we point. definitely should, but I will say this uh, before you segue on to what's next. It got to the point where I was concerned enough to ask <laughs> ask my therapist, "The fuck is wrong with me? <laughs> I am. I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm anti-Christian, but I'm anti-religion, and you know, all you know. If anyone who's seen my podcast or knows who I am knows, probably has an idea of where I stand on things. Well, where I don't stand is more correct. But I asked her, like, why do I still listen to this shit? And why do I listen to Christmas music starting in July? Like, all my music shit is all over the place. And she's like, does it make you feel good? I'm like, yeah. She's like, all right, next subject, next question. <laughs> like, all right, cool. That makes sense to me. Yeah. I, yeah. Dude, I love that. I, I'm still looking. I I don't think I've said this on the podcast, mm. but I don't care. Say it. I'm still looking for a therapist. Um, good. Shop around. My, I know my insurance will cover it. Hell yeah. Uh, I, just haven't, I just haven't synced up with the right one yeah. yet um that's smart though that was the the biggest I'm piece still of looking ad- that was the biggest piece of advice i got when i um finally would broke down and was like okay not broke down although i've had those moments many of yeah. them but like when i finally was like okay i decide i need to go see a therapist um my mother and several other people uh gavin who wouldn't mind me saying so have told me like don't be afraid to like you know, if you meet with a therapist and you don't jive the first time around, like, don't be afraid to shop around. Like, you can go to them a couple times, but if you're in two or three sessions and you guys are just butting heads, like, go go somewhere else. And I just I, – I don't want to talk too much on therapy, but I did want to speak to that because anytime it comes up, I always want to say that for anyone who's listening anywhere that is in therapy yeah. or thinking about it. That's something that's very important to know. And I got lucky. Shit, I went to my therapist and right out the gate, she did amazing work for me. So, Great. No, I – dude, I, I don't mind at all. Um, giving you space to talk about therapy or, or any of that, because I think self, self help, self love, um, and self work is very important. And I think therapy is an extremely important part of that. It's It's an anchor for me. It's an anchor. So, um, and I know it's, it's saved countless lives. So it's very important. Um, and I'm, I'm so happy for you that it has helped you, uh, as much as it has. Um, I'm hoping to find, some of the same uh uh help and um you will peace yeah from it so uh i'm excited to start i just haven't found the right one yet you will so. it's gonna be red we'll dude. see good for you um cool man dude we <laughs> i just realized we have so much time left to talk good and i feel like we've already talked about so much we, so, <laughs> from um, from what where are we from ouija boards to bill gaither that should be the title I know. of the Yes. We, even though that's covered, not the meat of it covered everything in between um so i just i want to uh you and i talked about something a little bit yesterday mm-hmm. um and i just i want to go back to it yeah. because um 
I just I can't stop thinking about it. Mm-hmm. I can't. Um, was so it one of those gonna, top three being... things that you enjoy doing? Uh, <clears throat> live music. No, I'm, oh, okay, I'm... Okay. <laughs> although this this podcast is marked as explicit, so Fuck uh, yeah, <laughs> I could talk about those. All right. <laughs> no, um, it is something I saw on Facebook, hmm. um, and I can't stop thinking about it, and it makes me makes me sad. Oh man, I wish I'd watched um, more of it or read the entire thread. But I know what we're talking about now. So. Well, I've got it pulled up. All right, sweet. So I'm going to read a few gems um, out of here. So I'm just going to describe for the audience. Um, I am not, I I considered sharing it on the pages, uh, Facebook page, um, on the podcast, Facebook page. Uh, But I'm not going to give these people um, any more traction Mm -hmm. or audience or exposure than they deserve. uh, Because I think this is sick, but um i am going to talk about it here i'm not going to name the page i'm just going to say what the post is um, a lot of people will know was to it. So, you know what's weird i sorry um, really quick it's weird i no, was no, actually okay. talking to uh a client last night uh did you see the rap video of him washing himself you didn't the, see it either the rap video rat rat it's a rat that's washing himself oh oh rat yeah yeah, yeah. yeah the, where he's like yeah yeah that went yeah. super viral i talked to a client last night and she has a sponsor that's uh it's alkali beauty i think it is it's a you know, beauty products cool. or face wash or moisturizer. Yeah. And I was like, that would have paired that rat video. You could have paired perfectly with your brand. Like, why did we not use that? Oh, um, right. Yeah. I know. Right. It's so weird. But, but it's just funny that so many things go viral and people are like, what, what is that? What are you talking about? Like, where are you? This is 2018. Yeah. Get on Facebook. Get, what a, get an doing? account. What, what are you doing with your life? Oh, you go to work and, all day. What the hell? What is that? And Facebook is like the last one yeah. to get most of this stuff. <laughs> like Facebook true. is the last place. Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, um, Facebook. Yeah. Reddit. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Skip which that one I need time. to get back into Reddit because – I never did. I, I used to love Reddit. Um, I still do. I just I – don't, I don't visit much. Yeah. Anyway, All right, so this, sorry. Got you off I Sunday. saw this post on Facebook. Mm-hmm. No, it's okay. I saw this post on Facebook um, and to go along with – the. You know what? Fine. Shameless plug. I don't even care. Hell yeah. Um, to go along with the last episode of this podcast, yes, um, which I, I did on my own, but I talked about speaking your truth um, and speaking out, uh, even though it may be scary or inconvenient or may alienate some people. Mm-hmm. Um, and Stuart, you and I were talking about this, but I like I. I don't I don't have like the inflated ego to think uh, or the unrealistic, you know, self view that I am single-handedly saving the world. But I do feel that when I see things like what I'm about to describe, Mm -hmm. if I see it, I feel like it's my responsibility to speak against it because like we were talking before and I like, not to pull the Hitler card because you and I talked oh, about no. too. <laughs> in a debate when somebody brings up Hitler, like yep, that's the it. conversation is pretty much closed. Mm-hmm. But you and I were talking about this, and <clears throat> I I always think <clears throat> I always go back. Sorry, I got something. <clears throat> Why you clear your throat? Sorry, can you hold that thought? There was something I wanted to say um, yes. about changing the world. There's a quote, and I you know me, I fucking. Uh, I love quotes. It's overboard. It's stupid. But you should see my – I have sticky notes at work on my computer. None of them are work-related. They're all like Henry Rollins and Joe Rogan and like that's all it is. And Chris Bro, Jericho. I am so happy to know that you have Henry Rollins quotes. I love He's Henry one of my Rollins. favorite people. I, here's, He's one of my favorite Here's people. what's terrible. 
I know, I know you're going to figure out what I'm about to say before I say it. Never a single song of Black Flag have I listened to. But I love really? him. Yes, but I love Henry Rollins. Oh. Henry, Henry said something. Well, if you, if you do listen, you'll love it. I'm sure I will. I need, to, I need to get into it. My sister would crucify me if she knew that. Um, sisters, both of them. Because they, they like, well, I don't know if that's, if I think that's technically punk rock. I don't know if that's their style. But uh, anyways, Henry said, uh, I think, and he did a talk. If you see, he's done a lot of talks, but he did a talk at a university. And uh, it was so, so he the guy's an amazing orator. I don't – we've heard a lot of yeah. – for for all the bullshit we dealt with, we heard a lot of people that were great at public speaking. And so right. uh, hearing Henry just nonstop, the way that guy can just – he's got pipes. He can just go. It's crazy. Anyways, he said – it's it was so good the way he said it, and I want to encapsulate it properly and speak to it the right way. But you said I'm not – you know, I'm not under the illusion that I'm changing the world. To kind of bite off of what you're saying, Henry, a quote from Henry or close to a quote, a paraphrase is, it's not about changing the world, it's about changing worlds. Meaning, we all have our own worldview and we all have our own little world. You know, there's a phrase and I can't think of it, like you're in your own little world, I think is what we call it. So, and it's not about imposing your beliefs or anything like that, but it's about being nice and being you know being a to use the rhetoric being a blessing to other people and being a good human so what i know the territory you're gonna me and you are gonna get into here eventually uh, on this post and i'm talking about you know maybe we're not changing the world but in a way you are changing worlds because as you reach out and as you're kind to people and as you show other humans how you treat other humans, whether they agree with that or not, there will be some that agree. And we're not, I'm not here to change people's minds, but I am here to say, and I'm not here to say like, Oh, I'm a perfect human. I only treat people good. No, I treat people like shit sometimes too. I'm a human, but I think it's important to, to kind of pull from what you're saying and, and use that quote from Henry to just say, Hey, it's not about like, it's, it's, I think so many of us get to this place, especially coming from a religious background where you feel like, oh my God, it is it is on me to change the entire world. Like I have to be this one yeah. huge force of a person that just changes. No, no, no. And that's great. If, if you have a platform and you have a great following and you want to do good, that's terrific. Do that. Or if you want to work on building that, great. Do it. But where you're at right now, you can do good. You can change people's worlds where you're at right now. Easily, people you work yeah. with, people you see, uh, 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 homeless yeah. people you see, friends and family, everyone. Like, there's a way to change their worlds. Anyways, I just wanted to throw that out there. I will let you continue now. That's sorry. No, that's that's important. Um, and I appreciate that input. And I I think that's yeah. very true. It is. Uh, and yeah. So while I'll say I don't like, I'm not under any illusion that I am single handedly saving the world. I do right. think. <laughs> I do think it starts with one person. Yes. Everything starts with one person. Um, you know, and you know, the obvious, <clears throat> the obvious bastions to point to are people like Martin Luther King jr. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Rosa parks. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I mean, so many it's others, there yeah. are, there are, <laughs> there are people that you can point to that, uh, have been, sort of the the voice in the wilderness that eventually got through to somebody and somebody said you know what you're right and started following and then other people and then other people but it's it, it's it one is greater with, than zero right exactly exactly uh to quote 
our, our back to Gary. favorite person, Gary. <laughs> our Lord and Savior. Uh, or my, Gary Vaynerchuk. You know, I'll claim him. My um, Lord and Savior. <laughs> okay. I, I think he's I think he's a, a good person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you went too far, bro. You went too far. Um, right, no, 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 no. I, no, <laughs> I just I, think it's funny because that's the rhetoric around Jesus every time. It I, is. He's the, he is God. Right. And then somebody else is like, well, I think he's a good, good person. But he, but, uh, okay, you know, I got to back that I got to back a good it up prophet. for sure. I got to back it up and say, I love Gary. Gary's not my Lord and savior. Joe's my Lord and savior. So anyways, go ahead. You know, I, I can get more on board with that. Yeah. <laughs> As um, can most people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you know, like it, it's so much of this, I think starts with one person and one voice. And yeah. so if I, and again, like I'm, I'm not like, I don't have any grandiose like illusion that I I am the person right. that's going to, you know, do everything. But if I can be, look, man, the way I always think about it is, you know, we all say like, well, oh, man, we wish people were better. We wish the world was a better place. You be better. And exactly, exactly. Like I can wish that all fucking day long, mm-hmm. but if I'm not a better person, Hopes and prayers. why in hell would anyone else be better? If nobody yeah, yeah. sees anybody be better, why would they be better? Yep. Like, that's just how it is, man. And I'm not saying I'm like, I'm the person starting the movement. I have examples that I'm looking at that are inspiring me to be yes. better. I'm not the first person by Whoa. far. There have been many before us, but it like, it takes people all down the line to say that person is being better. Mm-hmm. That person is mm-hmm. pointing the way. I'm inspired to be better and not because people are better to me. It doesn't need to start with somebody else. That's fucking bullshit. That's lazy. And that's putting it on somebody else right. to start it. Why can't I, why can't I be the better person to be like, I don't care what you're like. I don't care how shitty you are as a person, as a human being, as a friend, whatever. I'm going to be better. And I'm going to be better just because I feel like I need to be better. And that's the person I want to be. And that's the world I want to create. Whether you decide to jump on board or not, yep. I'm going to do that. Like if, if just so many people, if we could get to that place and, and people would, could just be like, you know what? I know the, the normal reaction here would be, to haul off and punch this dude in the face. Mm-hmm. Or I know the normal reaction here would be to spit hatred right back, uh, you know, in the comment thread. Yep. Or I know the normal reaction here would be to jump to some kind of a judgment or conclusion right. about this person based on how they look or act or think or how talk they look, or their whatever. profile picture. <laughs> yeah. And like, if we could, if we could move from that state of being just, a, it's not a big it's jump, not a lot. but just a little bit to be like, you know what? Maybe this is exactly as it seems, but that doesn't have to like, I control me. Yep. Why would I, why would I give all of the control to the rest of the world and say, everything that happens to me is going to control how I act. That's bullshit. Well, that's that's like, that's like floating through life. It is. And I think, well, it's like if, if life was a river and you were just just like a little piece of driftwood, just floating along, I think you spoke to a bigger problem. And that's the fact that it's just easier you're just floating. It is and easier. no one wants to say I'm lazy and no one wants to say I don't have control and I let other things control me. But I think even throughout my day, I'll let other things control me. 
You know, like it happens. Yeah, and there are things that are we're out all of guilty. Control. I'm not saying I'm never guilty. Of right, this. right. We're all guilty of it. I right. Think. But I'm just saying, like, I, I think really what it is is a problem with, um, you know, being. It's, I wouldn't say it's all laziness, but I'd say it's a lot laziness. And it's just, you know, mm-hmm. what? Oh, what's the bigger solution? There's. Are you familiar with the Smothers Brothers? Yeah, I love those yeah. guys. So yeah. I was listening to them, <laughs> just like a little anecdote from me listening to them yesterday, actually. Um, funnily enough, which funnily is a word I learned from uh, the show it called is, Episodes. Yeah. And so I'm listening to them and Dickie, Dickie's the the straight man, right? And Tommy's the goofball, mm-hmm. I think. Yep. So Dick, not in a sexual way, by the way. That's an old comedy term. <laughs> um, you got to have the straight man and the funny man. So uh, yeah. Dickie... So that is funny. His name's Dickie, though, and he's a straight guy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so Dick, Dickie's saying, you know, we have, and this is back, dude. What the sixties, seventies? Dickie's yeah, talking good. about, you know, we have big problems in the world, and you know, it, it's it's all comedy. But he's saying, you know, we have a big problem, and you know, we we got to find a way to get to get along and have peace and everything. And Tommy's like, oh, I know, I got a solution. I used to use it when I had rabbits. He's like, what rabbits? And he says, yeah, I built a little. A little house back in the back of where I had all the rabbits and every 15 minutes I jump out and say, cut it out, you guys. And it's just like we feel like we have to be some person that's, you know, enacting this change on a huge – I know that, yeah. that illustration might fall short. But like we feel like we have to be yeah. so far removed from the situation or make such a huge impact on the situation. Like we have to be – uh, 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 Dennis Rodman, and we need to go to North Korea and try to find a way <laughs> to find peace in our own weird yeah. way. No, no, yeah. the world doesn't need more Dennis Rodmans, although I was a fan when he was in Chicago. I'm just saying we – I'm echoing what you're saying in that, you know, don't don't be lazy. Someone makes you mad. The lazy, easier thing is like, oh, uh, your mom or uh, whatever. Like, no, just yeah. sometimes you don't even have to respond. And this yep. is a weird – like I know we're, we're veering from the course, but this is something that <clears> – <throat> I I need to get back into martial arts training, but this is something that martial arts teaches you on a visceral level. And you understand discipline and respect like you would never understand it before when you have someone that is far more skilled than you just just putting and I don't I don't mean uh striking, I mean wrestling, jujitsu, that kind of thing. Like when you when you're in that moment and you're extremely humble, it teaches you. And then the the longer you train, which I'm not there yet, but the longer you train, the more people I meet that are thoroughly trained. They don't yeah. uh, I'm trying to think who I was talking to. Oh, on my podcast I have a guy that's been doing Taekwondo since he was 13 and he has his own martial arts studio and he says guys even my friends always want to like try to get me or you know mess with me or jump on my back and he's like please don't do that like i've been training all day or i've been training my whole life i don't i don't i could i could i beat you up yeah i could but i don't want to (laughs) yeah so again i know that's way off track but i think that i i'm not saying everyone should do martial arts but i think if everyone had a little taste of it i think the world would be a better place so that's just my little yeah it's and it's right in line. It's, you know what it is. Um, we'll get to Hitler eventually. By the way, I haven't lost that thought. Good, we'll come good, back good, to that. Sorry. Um, but you know what it is. Uh, so, I'm going to talk about Jesus for a second. Jesus. For anybody that's listening, I'm sorry if that turns you off. But turns I think Jesus off. is an important person. Um, just like I think the Bible is an important book. Mm-hmm. I don't think either one are holy. I think they're important. Yeah. I think that's a, an important distinction for me mm-hmm. to make. Just so my views are clear. Yeah. Um, now, whether like there's debate as to whether Jesus even existed. Um, I I think it's pretty flimsy to say he didn't. But yeah. 
there's at least enough room for doubt. Mm-hmm. So that's fine. Yeah. Um, I'm going doubt. to talk about uh, I'm going to talk about what's been recorded mm-hmm. uh, in the Bible. Um, and just for the sake of argument, let's assume it's true. This person did exist. Yeah. So I'm not saying let's assume he's the son of God. I'm saying let's right. just assume this person existed. So there's there's so, so many like Jesus was such a radical forward thinker. Jesus was like to put it in modern vernacular. Jesus was way ahead of his time. Yeah. Um, And so so much of what he said went over not only his peers head his his contemporaries head but ours still today oh right yeah now. um and we were talking about this a little bit on facebook too um but so one of jesus teachings i i think probably most people in america have heard this phrase before but the phrase turn the other cheek right mm, oh yeah and so i think it's important to talk about in this context because the way we've taken it for so long has been when somebody, you know, so the, the passage says something like when somebody strikes you on your right cheek, uh, turn again to turn him. Turn your left cheek, let him hit you. The left yeah. uh, or something like that. And you, so basically, like, mm-hmm. you know, don't like be a pacifist. Don't react. Like if somebody hits you, don't hit them back. You know, instead, like let them hit you again if they want to and just like lay down and take it. Like that's how we've been taught right. that that passage is is teaching us. Yeah. Not so. Right. Um, so I'll explain. I, it's so I'm glad that you're talking about. I'm actually excited to hear this because I've heard it like years ago. I heard this explained properly. I think it was by a pastor. Um, and it was interesting to me to. to well, I it's, it's I hope a, it was by a pastor. <laughs> I, I think it was because I would, feel like it was long ago that, enough. That pastor actually did his research. Yeah, it was long ago enough. I think his name's Cody King. He was uh, counseling me at the time. I think it's long ago enough that it had to have been a pastor. And in that construct, like I'm excited to hear this because I've I have forgotten it. But I'm like, oh, he's gonna say this thing. Okay, I'm excited. So sorry, I just gotcha. want to interject. Please continue. No, that's okay. <laughs> um, so I I think the passage actually says if somebody like strike you on the left cheek turn to him again yeah. the other or something like that but it's it's definitely the left cheek so here's here's the context in which that was said um in jewish culture when jesus was alive and walking the earth and during his ministry if you want to call it a ministry quote unquote um this 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 phrase this like this whole like little situation that he sort of talks about and constructs was extremely politically charged and here's mm-hmm. why the, the Jewish culture back then was a, a an extreme like caste system yeah. society. There was the haves and haves nots. Sound familiar? Um, very much. There was, there was the important landowners and, and Jewish culture, Jewish people are very tied to the land uh, and land ownership. Yep. Um, and so land, land ownership was a huge status symbol. And that was really one of the only ways that you could, uh, have a sustainable income. Um, so what what's going on here is you have the have and have nots. And then when, so there, there are, there are very like defined distinctions between these two uh, like sort of halves of society. Um, right. So what's going on here is people, when, when you would strike another person, there were two ways to do it. Uh, and it depended on whether you felt this person was on your level or beneath yep. you. So you would either 
smack somebody with the back of your hand. Hmm. So you would you would come across your body and yep. smack them with the back of your hand only with the right hand because the left hand was used for unclean things like huh. wiping your butt yep. uh, or, you know, whatever. So the left hand was always considered unclean. So it was just unacceptable no matter who the person was or how badly you thought of them. It was just unacceptable in polite society to use your left hand to touch another person ever. So you would not strike somebody with your left hand ever. So this is all with the right hand. So you would either slap them with the back of your hand if you felt they were beneath you. Right. So it, sorry, it is the right cheek. I had it right the first time. You would Ah. slap them with the back of your hand if they were beneath you, or you would punch them with a closed fist if they were on your level. Wow. So that would mean they were hitting your left cheek. So if we're standing face to face and I punch you, you know, mm-hmm. with my right hand, my left I'm going to hit your left cheek. Yep. If I'm slapping you with the back of my hand, I'm hitting your right cheek. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, this is so. Here's where this gets really interesting. So Jesus, it's quite the fight club. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Jesus is saying he said he uses the word slap. He doesn't say strike or punch. Right. Like the word is slap. It's it's I think Greek originally, but the the word is slap. Mm-hmm. So he's saying if somebody slaps you on your right cheek or if somebody strikes you on your right cheek, that would that would be a slap, right? So that means this person is treating you as if they are above you, all right? And so also to kind of understand, like, this is during Roman occupation. Yep. So the Roman Empire has invaded and is occupying and controlling this land. In doing so, they have set up certain Jewish people as rulers of certain provinces they have also appointed other jewish people as tax collectors which meant they could collect as much money as they wanted Mm -hmm. as long as rome got their cut so you had jewish people that were betraying their own people you had jewish people that were ruling these provinces and uh like cities or or regions or counties if you if you think about it that way um and these these jews were still Jews, but they were viewed by the rest of the Jewish people as as uh, assholes, as people that had betrayed. Yeah, as assholes, <laughs> as people that had betrayed their own people, right, uh, and their own culture. Because yeah, they had. So, along with this, then you had Jews that were being extorted uh, to such measures that they were having to sell their land, which was heartbreaking to them because it was it was family land that was passed down for generations. Mm-hmm. They're very tied to their land, and the only way to pay these debts uh, in a lot of cases, because these tax collectors are taking exorbitant amounts of money, right? these Jews are then There's having no to sell their them. land. Yeah. Exactly. So they like they have to sell their land off, and so now these tax collectors own this land, and these Jews are basically slave labor. They're, oh, they're, they're in yeah. servitude to these tax collectors and these governors because they have no, like their land is taken away. They have have no way to sustain income anymore. So now it's they're in forced labor to these people that they owe debts to, which is usually the tax collectors and the governors. So you have very, very poor people. And then you have very, very rich people that have gotten their wealth by betraying the rest of their brothers. So, in this passage, if somebody strikes you on the right cheek, they're slapping you and saying, you are beneath me. Right. All right. So now think about what that means. If you turn the other cheek to that person, they've already struck your right cheek. Mm-hmm. So if you're turning your other cheek, 
you are turning your left cheek. Right. Now, if we're standing face to face, there's no way I'm not that be I can able to hit slap. You. Yeah. I can't slap your left cheek yeah. with the back of my hand again. Mm-hmm. Because that's just not how physiology works. Yeah. <laughs> if we're standing face to face, I can't use my right hand and slap you with the back of my hand again if you've got your left cheek to me. It's just not going to work. Mm-hmm. So, what's happening here is you are saying, you as the person who's being struck, are saying, I am not going to fight back because the myth of redemptive violence doesn't solve anything. Nope. And so I am not going to fight back with violence. I'm not going to lay down and take it because that, that violates my human dignity. Mm -hmm. What I am going to do is I'm going to change the power dynamic. Right. And I'm going to turn the tables and I'm going to turn my other cheek to you. Meaning if you're going to strike me again, you're going to have to do it as an equal. Because if you're going to strike me again, you're going to have to punch me. Oh, I didn't. I just connected that on my left it. cheek. Yeah. So huh. what this is doing now, and it, like this is, you know, presumably in public, yeah. this is happening. There are onlookers. So the person who is saying you are beneath me is now put in a position where he either strikes again mm-hmm. and treats this person as an equal in everyone's eyes or walks away. Either way. The aggressor loses. I love that. And there's 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 no violence on the part of the the person who's being struck. Mm-hmm. There is no there's not even any like real like speech or like yeah. you know there's there's no spewing hatred. There is merely a creative and powerful display of I am a human. I will not betray my human dignity. Yep. And if you are going to continue doing what you're doing, you're going to have to do it knowing that I am not bowing down. Yep. So when Jesus told that story, it wasn't just lay down and take it because we're never supposed to fight back. It was no fucking fight back. Yeah. But there's a better way to do it. Yep. Change the narrative. There's a way to be better. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so that like that power dynamic was so was so extremely like radical. And those were the kind of things that Jesus was doing. Mm -hmm. This is why he was crucified. Yep. Like he was an extremely volatile and and controversial political figure. And this is why he was crucified, because he Mm -hmm. was spreading this kind of thinking. And it was dangerous to the occupying forces. Yeah, the Romans can't have that. So all that to say, like Jesus was a person that came along and said, hey, hey. Like, be better. There's a way to be better. You don't have to fight yeah. back. You don't have to be violent because that's not going to solve anything. That goes around and around and around and around and around. And you don't have to just lay down and take it. You don't have to be unhuman. You don't have to be below human anymore. And like, it, you can maintain your dignity. Yeah, it's using your head, too, because if you think about it, let's let's put ourselves in that um, – uh, what's the word? That cast construct – if right. you're if you're superior who is very oppressive who has taken your land who has you know done all these awful things to you comes at you and they're trying you know they're trying to start a fight with you if you engage mm-hmm. with them you're going to get killed or you're going to go yep. to prison one or yep. the other like that's just how this is going to play out so by Jesus saying that he not, not only gave them you know a proper defense mechanism he 
kept them from a worse fate than they were already in, which didn't seem possible, but surely was. So exactly, I like just thinking, you know, beyond that exact situation, thinking about, you know, what, yeah. what, you know, if that goes south, like what could happen, like that, that's great. And I don't remember honestly, if that's what was explained to me previously, but I, I think the thing that you're speaking to that's important is that, uh, you know, for all the studying of the Bible that I did, that you did, um, it was put to us as this is a, what is it? I mean, there were so many different phrases, but this is a blueprint or a roadmap for your life today right. in 2018. Right. When in my opinion, it is not, it is in a book that was written. There are a lot, you read through Proverbs and the new Testament and even some of the other parts of the old Testament. There's great principles you can use to give right. yourself a better life. I will never dispute that. But to say that this this whole book in its entirety is a roadmap for how you should live your life, I don't think that's accurate. I feel like it is. I wouldn't call it archaic because I feel like that takes away so much. But this is a book that was written a long time ago, and it's a mm -hmm. lot of stories about things that happened then. And if you can't frame them in the mindset and, like you said, the caste system and the things that exist during those times – it just does, it's not applicable. It doesn't make sense. Why are yeah. people having sex with their siblings to start the human race off? Like, again, and I'm not saying I, I, I'm not one to say like, oh, it's, I mean, I've said things before my podcast, so my opinions changed. It's whatever. I, uh, RDJ had a quote a long time ago. He had a really awkward interview and someone was trying to call him on something. And he said, they said, well, you said this thing about that thing. And now you're saying this. He's like, that's a great thing about opinions. We can change them whenever we want. So fuck off. And then yep. he walked out of the interview. Yep. Um, but like that, I, I'm not here to say like that, the, you know, the Bible needs to be thrown out or needs to be taken as a whole. But it's to me, I think it's important to make the distinction like, hey, you're reading a book that was written a really long time ago. Mm -hmm. You know, when you read a, I, I love Westerns. I haven't read one in forever. Louis L'Amour is my shit. Like when I read a Western, I don't look at it and think, oh yeah, that makes sense. Like if I went to the bar today, I would definitely throw open the bat wing yeah. doors and try and shoot someone upon entering. No, that doesn't make any yeah. sense. But that's what so many people have done with the Bible and said, well, you know, yeah. this is God's word. It's well, infallible. And so we need yeah. to do everything it says. No, no, you don't. You really shouldn't stone your children for disobedience. Like, no. Mm -hmm. And that's that's why it's it can be an extremely dangerous book. Yeah. I think it's a very important book. Yep. And you're right. I think there's a lot. There are – I wouldn't call it a roadmap for our life either, right. but I, there are a lot of timeless principles. Yeah. principles and a lot of timeless yeah. wisdom in that book. And if you if you read it correctly – and I like I hate to use the word correctly as if there's like <laughs> an incorrect one way, way of to do reading. it, but like, but really, like what's happening if if you look at it as a, as a as an entire narrative, it was put together in in that way. Like yeah. things were written down on purpose. So like if you look at it as a whole narrative, it's it's a continuing narrative of the progress of mankind. Yeah, it's saying this is where we came from. This is what is happening not fucking okay right be better the whole thing is saying be better humans yeah. like there's a better way to do things be better and the whole like thing that. is a progression like mankind was far from perfect in the old testament when they were killing people for being homosexual right. or or stoning children for disobeying but it does show progress from that recorded history to thousands of years later you know what i mean right. so like yeah no, it's not. It's not a when you take everything literally, which is how we grew up mm -hmm. to read the Bible that it gets so dangerous because that was it's never the mess. point. And I like we talked about this yeah. on yours and my last episode, but that was that was never 
that was never why it was written down in the first place. So it, it's it's an important bug, but it can be extremely dangerous. Well, but, like you you um, are gonna make me read my Bible, Josh. That's gonna be so weird. Like really, like now I'm like, oh, <laughs> I should maybe read it. And again, because I've never read it from that perspective. I've only ever read it as okay, shit. I need to come up with something for Wednesday night, or or like you know, uh, I, this is this is my duty. I have only I have only started reading it again. Um, very recently, actually, mm. since yours and my last episode. Oh, nice. Uh, so within the last month. Um, but if you can read it from this perspective, it is, uh, it's a it's a whole different book. Like, oh yeah. I'm I'm seeing things I never saw before, and I'm connecting dots I never connected before. No doubt. Um, it's incredible. So that's awesome. I'm not. I'm not I'm really not trying to tell you to read your Bible. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've been told that enough. But. <laughs> But if you ever feel like you're ready to go back yeah. to it, because I, I understand there needs to be a distance, I think, for a while to yes. kind of clear your head from some of the shit that we grew up with. But if slash when you're ready to go back to it, if you can read it with that perspective, I think um, it's really helpful. That'd be super enlightening. See before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, so to get back to Hitler, all that to say, yes, Jesus Hitler. was a person <laughs> yes. that spoke out in such a way. And, and by the way, that what Jesus was doing, that's called third way thinking. So. Hmm. Uh, it's the talk, idea that there, there is that. not. Yeah, I don't know that phrase. So it's the idea so. that there is not just black and white. There is not just one way or another. Mm. Nothing is binary. Um, there is at least a third way in every situation. Huh. But it takes creativity and it takes thoughtfulness to take that path. So yeah. in that situation, there is, you know, like we were saying before, there is either fight back, which gets you killed, or yep. lay down and take it, which strips you of your human dignity Mm -hmm. uh and neither one of those are good choices so there is another way but it takes creativity and thoughtfulness to to think of that and then act upon it and it it also takes bravery it takes courage to do that because oh yeah uh it's a it's a new thing you're you're forging new ground so and that's all in the moment thinking that's very difficult to do you know when you're in a a moment it is but I would say it's like anything else. If you can practice it's a it enough, practice. you can get yourself in a mindset that looks at situations in non-binary ways, mm-hmm. um, and then you've done yourself a huge service. Oh yeah. So, uh, but that's so that's what that's called. That's what Jesus was doing. Okay. Third way thinking. I like that. Um. So, getting back to Hitler, Hitler. um, <laughs> and single-handedly saving the world. Yes. Uh. I like what I always think about when I feel like I need to speak out against injustice that I see, mm-hmm. um, whether it be on social media or whether it be in, in real life or yeah. in a one-on-one conversation with somebody. Mm-hmm. The thing I always think of is <clears throat> Hitler and his rise to power. And then the ultimate atrocities that he committed in the Holocaust and during world war two. Right. Hitler's rise to power was not, um, what's meteoric. It was not quick. Yeah, it it wasn't was sudden at all. long and it was methodical and it was planned and it was gradual. Uh, and a brilliant I, mind Hitler was not a dumb I mean, person. Terribly yeah, he wasted. Was, but, he was not a dumb yeah. person by any stretch. He was, he was extremely intelligent, uh, a gifted mm-hmm. speaker, uh, and, and very charismatic, probably extremely likable. Um, I'm sure. Well, not probably he was extremely likable, uh, in yeah. his younger years, but, my point is, so Hitler was was making these public speeches, and he was gathering a following. Um, you could make you could make parallels between him and Jesus, really. 
yeah. um, because he came from nothing. Uh, he was a very poor Austrian child um, mm-hmm. and sort of educated himself. He didn't have access to a ton of higher education. You got to think about what does it take in that day? And this isn't, we're not Hitler fans, but what does it take in that day and age to, to write a book and get it published? Cause that was published pre, that's a great, that's a great question. Third Reich, that, correct? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. like early. That was um, after and World really, War it was, One, it was, right? I believe it was written off as nonsense by most people um, back then. But he did get it published. Yeah, so I'm saying says something. Yeah, so in that day and age, to to bring a work and to even, a publisher and get it done, that sounds yeah. like quite a feat. Even now, yeah, if, <laughs> I'm not suggesting anybody read Mein Kampf, yeah. but if you do read it. It is like it's senseless drivel. Like it's, oh, it's it really? obviously <laughs> one of his first outings um, in in the written word. That's but funny. He like he was a very gifted speaker. So yeah. he's gathering a following and uh, he's he's gaining like close confidants, and then he sort of f- pivots off of that into the political arena, and he's he's becoming politically active, and he's gathering um, followers. Now his followers were what we might call extremists, what we might call uh, in today's vernacular. This is a true story. (laughs) Ultra conservatives, right wing, ultra conservatives um, would have been his base demographic. Yeah. I'm not look, I'm not saying that for hyperbole's sake, you this is history. You can read parallels that can be drawn. Yeah. And this is the terminology that was used like by him and his followers. I, like I'm not making this up. So uh, he's gaining like extremist, ultra conservative right wing followers. And then um, <clears throat> we get into a, a more volatile political climate. Um, he's in a position to where uh, he's got enough of a following and he is as uh, enough of a charismatic person. Uh, to where the ch- I think it's Chancellor is what they had back then. Uh, yeah, Germany. sounds right. The Chancellor turned over uh, temporary power to him um, as a military political figure, uh, and so he was really able to establish himself uh, in power, and then was really able to start doing some crazy things. So, all of that to say, Hitler was pretty open about his ideas most of his career. If yeah. you want to call it a career. Yeah. And he's gathering all of this following. And then he finally steps into power, gains power, and then never lets it go, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, Till the better end. So he gains power and then he's got, he, you know, he's got his staff around him. Right. And, and so most of Germany were like, oh, this guy's a cool guy. And then he comes into power and like really starts doing what he wants to do, which is ethnic cleansing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like, which is hilarious because the Aryan race was the ideal to him. And he had black hair. He wasn't uh, even, I think Brown. That is to me, that is the most ironic part of of Hitler's narrative. I I think that is hilarious. Um, It's crazy. Anyway. So like, what was his plan? Like, I mean, just thinking about it from a, you know, from a silly humorous perspective, a comedic perspective is, like, what, what's your plan? Are you eventually going to kill yourself? I mean, he did. Haha. ha uh, Joke's yeah. on him. But, like, <laughs> what's your plan? Like, are you eventually going to be a sacrifice to your own, uh, uh, you know, 
way of life, like you're eventually going to kill yourself, or, or what are you going to do because you're not this perfect race and you're killing everyone that everyone else that isn't? Like, what's what's but the what deal, you're man? what you're describing is is the age old problem mm. with things like this, Stuart. Like, yeah, if that you're applying logic to this, right? <laughs> logic has no place, right? Yeah. But that is the age old problem. That's that's yeah. like. The so many of like the cult leaders that we grew up listening to <laughs> would spew so much vitriol against yep. certain quote unquote sins and certain sort of lifestyles, and then come to find out they're Turns doing they're exactly doing... what they're preaching about, <laughs> exactly. and worse, like they're doing oh, yeah. illegal stuff. Yeah, you know, yeah. and like so the practice what you preach thing, like that, it's it's very seldom applied how? to to people yeah, like this, you? but yeah. So there's no logic behind it, but really it's, it's, I think, I think what's happening really, uh, cause I've done some thinking about this too. I think what's mm-hmm. happening really is they, they want to speak out so strongly about things like that because they're, they're ashamed that of themselves. it's in them as well. Right. And so, and I, you look, sexuality is a spectrum, do whatever you want. I don't care. Yeah. Um, don't bring harm to people. Have fun. Uh, so there, I don't, I'm, I'm saying there's no shame in any of it really. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm speaking in very broad terms, so please yeah, like, I get it. <laughs> don't misconstrue my words, listeners. Yeah. But like it's a spectrum. Don't be ashamed of your, your sexuality. But like right. I, I think these people were raised in such a way as to think like this is shameful, but this is me, so I'm gonna speak strongly against it because yeah. I think yeah. it's wrong, but 100%. I it's in me. And so like I think it's just it's fear and it's a cover up. Anyway. Mm-hmm. So Again, back to Hitler. If if he's yes. gathering all of this following and he's got a staff around him and then he starts saying things like, I think it's time for ethnic cleansing, <laughs> which he's been talking about for a long time at this point. Yeah. What if this isn't new information? If, no, yeah. it's not. It's not. It's not surprising to any of his, his close followers. Right. It was surprising to most of Germany, most of the common folk of Germany. It was not surprising sure. to most of his close followers. So. When he starts talking about this and actually starts putting a plan in place to enact some of this, and even before, even years before, I always think, what if one person that was fairly close to him had said mm. something somewhere along the line? What if one person, one, had said, I can't be part of this, or I don't agree with this, or this is not right, yep. or something? What if one, one person had said something? Because... Most of Germany, when this started happening, was horrified. Yeah. But by the time it started happening, nobody had any power to stop it, especially not common folk in Germany, Mm -mm. not civilians in Germany. And by that time, if you had spoken out, you would be dead. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It was killing people in droves. You're just one more. Yeah, and if if you were if you spoke out against it, you were a uh, a Jewish sympathizer. Yeah. And then you you go to the concentration camp too, killed right along with them. So yeah. What if one person, one, 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 had said something somewhere along the line like that? I don't agree with this. This is wrong. Right. I can't do this. You know, this is too far. Something. If one, one person had said something like that, how many people would have followed? And how different would the course of history have been? Yeah. If, if just one or two or a few people had spoken out and and walked away yes at the risk of their own life but sure but 
I mean, wh- at what cost do you stay yeah. silent? I think it's important to note the human condition and the fact that there is no like. And again, I'm sure that Hitler was very meticulous with assembling his staff and his aides, and he only took people you know that he was or chose people that he was sure would support his agenda. Yeah. But yeah. You, I just I. I've come across some pretty shitty humans in my life, and I've come across some pretty amazing ones. And in my opinion, I just don't see – this is speculation. I understand that. But I just don't see how his entire staff can be made up of every single person that not a single one of them ever had a thought of, this is kind of fucked. Like maybe we shouldn't be doing yep. this. There's just – I just – I just – I believe in humanity too much. To say that that yep. whole staff was fucked to the place that they just couldn't, Same. they didn't have a problem. They were so, uh, I can't think of the right word. They were just so, you know, their conscience was seared is the only thing I could think of, which is biblical. But, yeah. you know, they were just so oblivious or so sold into that. Hitler. Yeah, exactly. That they just, you know, well, we'll go along with everybody. You can't. It's it's one thing to assemble a team of yes men, but all these people yep. had roles and had jobs, and they couldn't be just yes men. They had to think for themselves in a lot of situations yep. because of the things yep. that they were enacting. Don't tell me Rommel was a yes man. Fuck that. That's bullshit. Um, yep. You know. So I don't. And again, that's a that's a that's a reach as far as his staff. But and Joseph Joseph Goebbels and like people like yeah. that. Like these were intelligent men in their own yes, right. Yes, exactly. Um, and they they. His entire staff could not have wholeheartedly agreed to a man. There's no way. There had to be at least one or two that had some trouble sleeping at night. For sure. Yeah, I have no doubt. And if they had spoken up, what could have happened? And I know that's an extreme case, but that's, that's the point I'm making. Yeah. When somebody spews vitriol and hatred and, and just bigotry and, and just I don't even know how to describe it. Back, yeah. like just backwards, inhuman, yeah, nonsensical hatred. Mm-hmm. There are right or wrong. There are other impressionable people in the world. Yes, and when one person is spitting that kind of nonsense and idiocy, you got to speak to it. There is the very real danger that another person's like, "Yeah, that oh, okay. makes sense," <laughs> and the other and person is always Homer fucking yeah. into it. so if i can be just one just one voice that says um maybe try being human yeah actually maybe be better maybe throw a little empathy in there exactly like if i can just be one person and i'm not saying i'm perfect and i'm not saying i have all the answers i i never want to come off seeming like that's what i think but if i can be one sort of voice of reason or one representation of the other you know the third way the like right uh, let's just all please love each other as human beings then i i feel like it's my responsibility because if Mm -hmm. if one person is going to see that and think oh that makes sense i should hate every other race or everybody that doesn't speak my language and then they see a a direct follow-up comment that says something completely opposite like hey maybe be empathetic maybe and it's not you know maybe that's it's not, not a at least follow- it's balanced yeah and and the follow-up doesn't it's i don't want to say it's less than balanced because that sounds wrong but i don't think i feel like it's important to make the distinction that we're leaving a comment or we're saying something that's not the far right and far left we're not necessarily in the middle either we're just saying okay you're, you're going head to head third way the third way come out come up come here really quick come out here 
Come out here really yes. quick and look at just look at this, okay? As Ed yeah. Bassmaster would say, just 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 like look at it. Would you just look, look at, at this? Well, just, just look at it. Look, just look at it. Like, really, like step out, take yeah. thirty seconds. Step out yep. of these your crazy, stupid NASCAR beliefs and your hot pocket yep. beliefs, and come over here and just just look just look at it in a little different way, and see yep. if you can find something that that registers with you that says that is another human being. Maybe I should think yep. before I speak. That's it. That's it. Yep. Just think about so, it. So, yes, that's exactly it. So, all that to say, all that, all that said, um, this is the post I saw. Yes, on yes, Facebook. I'm glad. Yeah, we need to get to that. Uh, it's a video of um, some uh, Hispanic children, some Asian children, and some white children. Oh yeah. Uh but the the camera doesn't focus on them too much. Uh bathing in the pool at the World War II memorial in Washington DC. Were they bathing or were they just like swimming around cuz it's hot? Uh sorry. Well, I say bathing. bathing. I mean like <laughs> I want to make that distinction. <laughs> s- swimming, whatever. Like yeah. you know, like I I say bathing is like sort of a general term. I don't mean like right. they're actually taking a shower. Right. Um yeah, they're just like wading around, swimming around, yeah. you know, like just being in the water like yeah. kids would do. Um, normal you know, in, human in, in shit. water. Yep. Uh, so the, the caption on this is this is the world war two Memorial in DC and signs everywhere. Quote, do not swim or wait in the water End quote. What's your thoughts. Okay. Um, and then now, it, I want to make this hashtags. Make this distinction. Oh yeah. Hashtags first, please. Uh, well, just the normal ones, Memorial Soldiers America, not a, hashtag not a swimming pool, yeah. hashtag American values, hashtag American pride, hashtag America first. Um, really? I hope white fucking pride is right? It's not? Because um, that's what it sounds like Hashtag No, no, no. Uh, not, <laughs> white pride is not in here, surprisingly. Uh, uh, hashtag right side, hashtag oh, wow. raised right. Of course. Hashtag disrespect. Hashtag hatred. So I think the important distinction that I want to make is you know, I've, I have friends and family in the military. Um, I'm actually going to see one of them today. And I'm very respectful of our armed forces. Even for uh, the, my friends, uh, I'm not going to speak to anyone specific, but I've talked to people that are active or, um, you know, no longer active. And they're not right. they're not necessarily huge fans. Um, and yeah. so I don't speak it's, against it, though. It's a spectrum, like yeah, humanity. It, it exactly, it is. But I think the important distinction to be made here is, Yes, this is a World War II memorial. I get that. Are these children stepping on graves and spitting on monuments? No, they are not. Unless there are graves no. beneath that pool, which I highly doubt. We have Arlington. You know, there's not yeah. – there's, there, I, I understand how – I can get the perspective here. Like, okay, like, you know, this is disgraceful and whatnot. Like, I understand what they are saying, but I also understand that it's hot outside and these are children who are not mm-hmm. raised to hate just yet. And and you also understand our culture, which I think is an important yeah. point to make. Yes, here. very true. And you you understand our culture and why it would be considered dis- disrespectful, right? Because I'm in our years culture, old. I'm not eight. Yeah, to jump in this water, right? Okay, you would not have understood that at eight. No, but your parents would have, and so yeah. your parents would probably say, "Don't do this." Yeah, I'm not and saying I, that's right I or wrong. I always that's obeyed my parents. Everything they said, I always did it to the letter. Every time. <laughs> now. Let me let me present oh, no. another side yeah. of this before I read these comments. Okay. What if 
you were raised in a culture that sees something like this, recognizes that it's a beautiful memorial to some heroic people Mm -hmm. that fought for a cause and also think, wow, this is a great place for families and community and think it's a beautiful thing to swim and wade in the water on a hot day and enjoy the, the, the public access to a fountain and, and water and a cool, like refreshing, like Wade or something. Yeah. And like just sit around and share stories and share community and just be together. What if that's your culture? And what if God forbid you can't read English. And so you see signs, but don't understand what they say. And right. so not out of disrespect, but out of just you living how you have always lived as a do human something in like the this. world. Yeah. It's not out of disrespect for our, our soldiers and it's no. not out of disrespect for our culture or the memorial or anything. It's not out of any disrespect and it's not out of stupidity. It's out of this is how our culture lives. Yeah. And and please, if this is not okay, tell me. Hey, like we're, you're not actually me, allowed to swim in that Tell pool. me as another human. Don't tell me as, right. you know, just, hey, like you're saying right now, like, hey, would you mind not? Like, you know, but not like, hey, you're a fucking dumbass. Like, no, no, man. Yeah, like get off. out of our country. Yeah, exactly. Which is, so let me let me read some of these comments. Yeah. So, um, I, you know what? I don't even fucking care. I'm going to give these people's names too because <laughs> they're assholes. Yep. Linda Jackson says these kids just need to be taught respect in public places, especially where posted. They must have been raised laissez faire, uh, which means anything goes. Okay. Um, Haley Phillips back to Marion. Real quick, Lisa, when you're eight, anything does go. It it does. It really does. I'm I'm sorry. Like you can say, yeah, you can say what you want, but like when you're eight, two, ten, twelve, like anything does go. Do you realize, Lisa, that they still believe in Santa Claus? Yeah, anything goes. Yeah, when Santa Claus is on the table, (laughs) I would say most other things are on the table, especially swimming in a fountain. Sorry, continue. Um, Haley Felix back Phillips back Tamarian, which happens to be the one that I responded to, Mm. uh, says. Can't read English or speak it. <laughs> Lots of exclamation points. Of course. All caps or no? Uh, to which, um, not all caps, no. but lots of exclamation points. To it sounds like the, of my that reminds was, me of the, Sp- the SpongeBob meme. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> his face is all distorted. Yep. To which part of my response was, yes. um, I won't read my whole response, but the, the end of my response was not reading English or speaking English is not a crime, nope. but neither is bigotry. So Haley's off the hook too. Yeah. <laughs> um, Accurate. Moving on. Yes. Uh, disrespect. Um, they need more security or put a fence all the way around because building walls is the solution <laughs> to all of our problems. Well, also were... putting a fence around, putting a fence around a, a memorial makes no sense. Number one. And it's a, don't fountain. you think maybe that's a little disrespectful? If, if huh. <laughs> you're putting a fence around a memorial, like, okay. Like um, I'm, we, we greatly respect you troops for what you did, but we don't want anyone to get too close. We're going to keep fuck? everyone out. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, Judy Tadic, Tadich. Maybe they're from shithole countries and need to clean up. Oh, <laughs> you can't invoke the right of shithole anymore. It doesn't work, man. <laughs> uh, Nancy Valk Masasi. How disrespectful and rude. Where are the DC police to enforce the laws? Uh, one one thing real quick I want to Fence point out. Fence it off. Those in the water should be told to get out or get arrested. Damn. 
One thing I want to point out real quick: a lot Debbie of these, Lagrasse. a lot yeah. of these last names, they're not from here. These aren't Smiths not, uh, and Browns. Yep. Yeah, nope. And I just, well, I mean, I, I just mean, want to none make, of us are really from here. I but. know that's also true, but I think the in, the distinction is like your. I mean, this feels like a a, a a plea against immigrants, and your your last name speaks to the very glaring fact that you guys were yourselves, as we all were, not that long ago, immigrants. So fuck off. Yep. yep. Um, <laughs> read more. Debbie Lagrasse. <laughs> this is this is one of my favorites. Uh-huh. Debbie Lagrasse. A fire hose would work. Bust them to Democrats' homes and let them swim in their pools and run through T H R E W their wow. sprinklers. Wow. Um. Let's. You know see. what? Democrats what probably else? would let them run through their sprinklers. So fuck you. Probably. Probably <laughs> would. Uh, Lillian Hunger. What a disgrace. I wonder how many of them are real American. Oh, my God. Oh, they're all fake Americans. We're all fake Americans. <laughs> uh, let's see. Ken Stoner. Looks like DACA people. Um, oh, my Let's God. see. Disrespect. Mar- Marilyn Reynolds. Disrespect. I blame the parents. Lynn Jeanette Taylor. What do the Democrats think about this takeover of the illegals? Send them back. Here's the thing. How, this is kids playing in a pool. Why on the? How are we pulling party cards? I don't understand. There are there are so many more comments um, oh my God, that dude. I can read that are are just as bad. So it's crazy. First of all, first of all, yeah. <laughs> let's address this. Uh, just because they are Hispanic or a different color, um, we're also neglecting to talk about the white children that are also swimming in the pool. Um. But just because they're Hispanic or a different color or Asian or like whatever, just because they're not quote unquote real American, (laughs) um, they're automatically illegal. You're making a lot of a lot of jumps. Yeah, you are. You are reaching. You you made a huge jump to to say that (laughs) just because they don't speak English, possibly. Right. And they are like swimming in a World War Two memorial pool. They are automatically here illegally. Right. Um. There, you know that there are. Let me, Stuart, you may let me, be surprised to find out. Huh. There's a lot. There's a lot of ground between being here legally and being a full citizen. Oh yeah. There's there a, there's a lot of different things that you can be between those two. No, I I'm very. I'm, I think I think maybe a lot of people aren't aware of that. So I just want to make sure that that's clear. <laughs> there's permanent resident cards. Yep. Uh, green cards. There are like there's student a lot. visas yeah. and work visas. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of ways to yeah. be here legally. Without being that an actual don't citizen. involve being a, a citizen. I also because would say maybe this: these people are visiting and don't want to be a fucking citizen yep. of this crazy place. <laughs> I would also say this: <laughs> were were I, let me just put my. And again, this is I find so much. I, I, there's sadness here, but I also try to find the humor in a lot of situations. Someday I'll be a stand-up comedian, and and I'll write you uh, when that happens. But I'll probably text you. Um, but I think it's important to understand. If I let me just make myself an illegal alien, right? Let's say I went to Canada and um, and illegally, right? Uh, which actually is not really a bad idea, I don't think. But let's say I went to Canada illegally. <laughs> I'm there illegally in the country. I don't think one of my stops would be the capital of the nation as an illegal immigrant. I just, if I want to keep hanging out in this country. It's a ton of sense, right? <laughs> That is not a place where I'd be headed at any point. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm trying to keep this on the down low. I'm staying in the homie's basement. You know, I'm right. not even. I'm working under the table. I am yep. not headed to go swim in the memorial. Like, I'm good. 
yeah, it's there's probably, other pools. Probably not your best bet. Um, no. Anyway, man, like I just it made me sick, so sick to read those <sighs> yeah, comments. It made dude. me so sad. So much um, bullshit. And I like I just I can't believe like just the lack of humanity, man. And and like mm-hmm. again, I don't think I've been unclear about my pre- <laughs> my opinion of our current president, right? Uh, or the state of affairs in general, but like I. I don't know how else to say it. I'm I'm trying to think of like non-inflammatory ways to say this. To say it. I'm trying to think of non-inflammatory ways to say this, but like, God bless. <laughs> when you have a, a a man in the highest position in our country that speaks the way he does, usually on a grade school level, because he can't put logical sentences together most often that still doesn't add up to me um and his tweets are usually on on like a third grade level um bad very bad very bad it's Um, huge when you have a man in that position that speaks and has spoken about non-white humans Mm -hmm. the way he does and is on a war path. Yeah. Not as extreme uh or 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 deadly at right. the moment uh as as uh Hitler's ethnic cleansing was, but mm-hmm. it's ethnic cleansing nonetheless. Yeah. Let's be very clear. Yep. It's not on the violent level, but like that's there there it's So I'm I'm not the principles not calling, remain. I'm not calling Trump Hitler. You're right. I'm right. not trying. I'm, I, so Trumpsters, if you're listening, I don't know why you'd be listening to this in the <laughs> first place. <laughs> but if you are, I, I appreciate it. Just no, I'm not calling Trump Hitler. I'm nope. not. I There are very alarming parallels that I drew already in an episode called Nationalism versus Patriotism. Mm. Uh, so go back and listen to that. Um and I, I probably will talk about it again at some point. Good. It's, it is very alarming. But yeah, um, I'm not calling Trump Hitler. However, uh, we are talking about ethnic cleansing. Mm-hmm. Let's just we'll call it what yeah. it is. That's what it is. Uh, so when you have a man that speaks about non-white humans the way he does and is on such a determined, single-minded path yep. towards ethnic cleansing, it's not surprising to me that we have Americans – saying the same shit and thinking yeah, the same why way. Wouldn't you, you know why? Because it makes sense. It makes logical survival sense to be on the side of the oh, important guy. people. Yeah. In the workplace, so, I'm not in saying, your friendships, like it, 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 it yep. permeates culture no matter where you live, no matter what you think. Mm-hmm. It makes sense to hit your wagon to the yep. most powerful person and just line up with that person. Yeah. And it's lazy, but it is the the quickest and easiest path to survival. It's What's an the phrase? I'm not saying I don't understand it. History is written by and I can't the victors, I think. The victors? Yeah. Yep. I I think that's very important and you don't look at not all vict Napoleon was a victor like a motherfucker, but he yeah. he wasn't he was I don't from what I understand, I don't think, you know, he was a great person. No. Um, you know, um, a, a great warrior, no doubt, but like, or I mean, that's or a great... that's where the term Napoleon syndrome comes from, right? But that's what I'm saying yeah. is, you know, he got to write his big bit of history, 
Was yeah, he a good he person? No. So I'm not saying I don't understand it. Yeah. Because I do. Yeah. I get it. Um, but you don't agree just with it. because just because the loudest person, the most powerful person is saying something mm-hmm. doesn't make it right. I love that. It doesn't make it human. The quote from and, uh, uh, this is off subject a little bit, but American gangster Denzel's quote. He says the loudest person in the room is often the weakest. Um, yeah, I love that. And I, I've 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 talked about that a little bit before too. Yeah. But like, usually the louder somebody is, the less, the more afraid they are. Yeah. The more, uh, the more, because you have to be loud to drown out all the other viewpoints and all the other it's perspectives. True, absolutely. Because if you hear one, it might change the way you think, and then your world can come shattering down around yeah, you. Yeah, that's no fun. Yeah. So just because the loudest, most powerful person is saying something over and over again, doesn't make doesn't it make it right. True. Doesn't make it true. It doesn't make it right. Mm-hmm. So we just said those inversely. I love it. Another. I love the same it, exact things. And we just said it inversely. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so I don't know, man, like I get it, but just be just my plea to all of humanity. Anyone mm-hmm. listening just every day, every day be better than yep. that. Yeah. Every day be better than those comments. Dude. All the please. time. At least, at least be better than those comments. Just start there. Egg, oh, man, start there, please, if nowhere else. <laughs> you can do Look, it. Look, if, if nothing else, can we all please just agree that not everybody thinks the way Americans do? And that's totally no. fine. I think we're I think one the, country. The first part of that statement is important. The second part is more important. Not everyone believes the way that you believe, whether you're an American or a Colombian or a Canadian, whatever you are, and yeah. and and you don't even have to make that distinction. Whatever you know, religion you believe, whatever, but whatever things that you believe or however you think, not everyone yeah. believes that way. The sec, the follow up is so important, and it's just taken me years to understand that that is fucking okay. Not just okay, it's beautiful. Yeah, it is. It's what makes us humans. There's just yep. so many quotes and lines that are flooding to my mind, but like how boring. And again, I know it's, it's country music, but whatever, fuck it. Like if we were all the same, how boring would that be? Brad Paisley? Like it would be like how yeah. that's just, that's super like, like, uh, I don't know. And, just, and if we were all like that, mm. how terrible, just horrible, they, look, just no, unhappy. If we were all like that, Josh, we wouldn't be because nuclear Holocaust would have happened right. a while ago. Just would, you're right. Uh, which, doomsday clock is is less than two minutes to midnight right now uh (laughs) just an update on current events the doomsday clock is the closest to midnight than it has ever been yep um yep because we have a man in the white house that's talking about how big his button is (laughs) telling you how big his button is i don't get it i never will i never fucking will bro so um oh my god dude anyway so just aside, just an aside, I feel yeah. like that right there, if if Twitter ever had any reason to shut down Trump's Twitter account, that's it right there. Well, I feel like inciting nuclear war is probably against their terms of TMC. Use. I would say big, 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 big props 
to the guy that did do that for, I don't know, five minutes and Trump lost his shit, but someone did do that. I don't know yep. if you saw that in the news, yep. but I was like, I saw that. That's the man right there. That's our new, that's our new Edward Snowden almost. <laughs> Although the yeah. gesture, but I'm just, go ahead. I'm just saying if I, me yeah, as a, a citizen, just a civilian, yep. if I incited a bomb scare, yeah, you'd be at locked a up. public arena anywhere. Yeah, my Twitter would be shut down in seconds, and I would be locked up. Yeah, and we have a president that is inciting nuclear fucking that's a good, war. That's a good point. I never put it on that level. And as still a has an active Twitter account. Yeah, shit's so, crazy. I don't get it. It's crazy. Anyway, that's a whole aside. Oh my god. Anyway, just so humans, people, uh, as Tommy Smothers whoever, would say, people with love in your hearts. Yes, exactly. <laughs> People with love in your hearts, which everybody has, uh-huh. even bigoted racist motherfuckers. <laughs> um, you got you got some in there somewhere. I know it's you there. do. You're human. It's there. Um, just please be better. Just mm-hmm. so much. Please be better. Mm-hmm. Better than those comments. Please every day and always. and 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 be better. Like I I think um uh, there's a guy I follow Ryan Engel that's been very instrumental and helpful. Just in general, in my life, and uh, just you don't have to make a big change every day. But the people that are the movers and the shakers, and that are doing better and are working harder, are the people that look at yesterday and then come to today and say, "How can I be zero point zero zero one percent better today?" That's all I need. Right. I just need a little. Right. Just tweak it a little bit. Just work on a little bit. You know. Yeah. There, there's ways we can all be better and do better. I think my. My takeaway or my, my statement would be, and it's not original to me, and I, but I've just thrown a gazillion quotes at you. So do no harm, take no shit. That's it. Sum up yep. your life that way, and uh, that's it. It's beautiful, like you said. It is. That's a, uh, that's a satanic principle, too. Ah, I believe it. Yeah, yeah. I believe it. <laughs> so um, so um, yeah, we should just leave it at that. I know. Um. <laughs> All right, man. Well, I, I think this was good. Um, I do too. I, I love our conversations, whether Fuck it's on the yeah. podcast or on the phone. Um, yes. And I look forward to many more, uh, both Hell on yeah. the podcast and on the phone. Yes. Um, so listeners, uh, oh, 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 before we mm. wrap up, um, I think I have decided uh, finally on a new name for the podcast yes. and a direction to take the branding. Um, so stay tuned. I think that's going to happen. I've, Oh, I'm so sorry. I've been saying this for so long. You have. But it's going to happen soon. For over a year now, I've been saying I was going to throw out I a year, and I'm like, time. no, I'll let him say it. I mean it this time. So, um, <laughs> But I really uh, need it, guys. So, Stuart, I'm going to talk to you about this because I, like, oh, yeah. I I definitely want your opinion um, yeah. and advice, I think, on, on the process. But I think I've decided on a direction to take it, so stay tuned. I'm, I'm, I am excited about it. Um, so that's coming. Uh and I have a few other guests lined up. The the friend of the podcast, Charlie Virgo, is going to be back, I think, yes. next episode. Um, so, and we're going to get into some pretty cool stuff uh, with him uh, about art, uh, the artist's responsibility to culture, uh, and the relation of art to culture, um, among other things. So I'm excited to have that conversation with him. Yeah. Uh, he is a musician. He's amazing. Um, so stay tuned. we got some cool stuff going on on the podcast coming up. Stuart, thank you for your time, man. Thank you, Josh. I really Josh. appreciate I- it. I, I always lo- like again like you said I love our conversations and the fact that 
you know, we'll have them off air and then be like, okay, okay, let's 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 have a podcast tomorrow, like, because this yeah. is good. Like, I love it, dude. Just, um, it's good good to air out that kind of shit and be able to to talk through it in a public forum, and I love it, dude. Thank you. Yeah, thank, I'm 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 honored and privileged to be on again. Thank you. Well, we're honored to have you, ladies and gentlemen. Um, if you're unfamiliar with Stuart, uh, check out his podcast. It's called Not Your Mother's Podcast. You can find him on Facebook. Uh, and on iTunes, and I think probably other, a couple other Stitcher. podcast providers, yeah, possibly Stitcher. Um, so check out his podcast. There is a video component, which uh, is is something we don't have. So that's a cool, <laughs> it's a uh, pain in the ass. Bonus. <laughs> um, but Stuart does really good work there. So keep it up, Stuart. Thank um, you. And I Hello. hope everybody that listens to this at least checks out your podcast. Uh, it's been helpful to me. Be so I hope that you keep it up as well. Um, so guys, that's it. That's the end of the podcast. Uh, we're going to be back here at some point in the near future, uh, same place. So you should be here too. And until next time, we'll see you later.